At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Good morning, me engine. My name is Ez, my I use he, him pronouns, and you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, all about amplifying the voices of the trans community of Mianjin and beyond. And boy, was it so easy to drive into the station this morning. Ah, everyone has fled the city, <laughs> has gone away for holidays. Stay safe if you're going up north as a cyclone. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's great. It was a really cruisy trip into the station, which brings me joy. It's the little things, right? It's the little things. Also, we have a guest. We have fantastic guest from Shelf Lovers. If you don't know what that is, frantically Google now. Unless you're driving, definitely don't do that. So, yeah. Also... We talk about what's going on in the community, some news and events that are trans and queer friendly and safe. And we do this every week and we'll continue to do that over the holiday period. And coming up this Friday from 5.30 till about 11 o'clock at night, Hope D presents Queermas at the Wickham. So yeah, come and celebrate all that is queer and joyful with a lineup personally created by guitar pop sensation Hope D themselves, featuring performances from Handsome who um, have done a track with uh, Flower Kid, who I'm a big fan of. Also, The Empty Threats, Chloe Dad, Ixaris, Dog God, and DJ sets from Nisha Alexander and Odaraka, which is awesome. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's this Friday, which is a date that I'm looking now, (laughs) which is the 15th of December at the Wickham. So yeah, get on down for that. There's also like a Facebook event for that. You can check it out. Yeah, the tickets are on there as well. Cool. Yeah, Queermas. Let's do it. Also... In other news, I heard that there was some famous white cis man artist in town recently who went on some transphobic rant who is just so irrelevant now. Yeah, so I'm not going to say too much about it other than uh, you're a moron, mate. How many genders are there? I don't know. I just got here. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. And uh, I've got three people in my studio all looking at me with beaming radio eyes. Um, <laughs> would you like to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this way. Would you like to say your name and your pronouns and we'll, we'll move through? Sure. <laughs> my name is Cass and my pronouns are she, her. My name is Kat and my pronouns are also she, her. My name is Logan and my pronouns are he, him. Nice. Excellent. How are you all doing? You're all doing great. <laughs> Cass and Kat, she, her and Logan, he, him. Fantastic. You are, I believe, from a bookstore that is relatively new to the city. Yes? Yes, it <laughs> is very relatively new from the 1st of July. Oh, my gosh. So we still feel like it's very much a baby at this point. Can, can you tell us a little bit about this bookstore? <laughs> <laughs> I can. So we are a very small, very indie bookshop, and we are focused on queer and romance-themed books, gifts, funny little geekery things. 
and we think it's rather cute. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's rather cute, and it's one of those like really, uh, it would be considered niche. Yes, I guess very niche. Um, you know, yeah. having a LGBT romance bookshop yes. specifically, and it's doing really well, right? Yes, yes, it is. It is fantastic the support not only from the queer community as they find out we're there um, (laughs) but also the people that love a good romance story and the locals around the area where the shop is have also been very supportive which has been wonderful. It's also like very convenient access point next to the Willowin train station. So. Like literally at the train station, yes. You yeah, yeah, walk the, down the stairs the and there rattles. we are, yes. <laughs> the train goes past. When the big coal trains go past, it does. And every now and again, one of them will decide to blow their horn and scare the absolute <laughs> hell out of the customers. So that's are okay. you awake? <laughs> It'd be perfect timing if you're having a peruse and it starts to get a little saucy and then... <laughs> we did have somebody drop a book the other day. <laughs> <laughs> when it went past, it was a little loud. And we don't know what was going on that day. There were quite a lot tooting their horns, so we couldn't work out whether there was somebody in particular at the station that day they were all excited to see or whether they just yeah wanted to give a shout-out to whoever. They're just like, you know what, I'm going to make some noise today. Yeah, yeah. They knew you were there, actually, and it Maybe. was specifically targeted. Yeah, yeah that's they're a, supporting. They're yeah. supporting Jews. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Also, I've been there, and it's such a sweet, warm, cosy little homey kind of feeling space it's really nice you've done a really good job of making it feel like a place to come and be quiet and read which is nice we also happen to get very loud sometimes because i don't exactly have the most um subtle of laughs so (laughs) when we get a good giggle on it can also be quite (laughs) rambunctious um but we were going for the basically the shop looks a lot like our living room at home and I was going for the same feel because it's always kind of been our happy place where we can sit and look at all the pretty books and all the pretty things. So that's what we wanted to do with the shop. Yeah. How? Why? Tell me. Why did you want to do this? Why did you want to run? <laughs> why did you run a, want to run an LGBTQI plus uh, romance bookshop? You mean why would you leave a permanent public service position to <laughs> start a small business? Um, I might have been a little bit insane at the time. No, just kidding. So I'm a librarian, but I have always been a massive reader. Love, 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 love books. Started reading Mills and Boons of my grandma's when I was very, very young and then graduated to Sweet Dreams and Dolly Fiction as I went through my teen years. And although I have read other genres quite widely, I always come back to the romance for the feel-good, don't-have-to-think-too-hard stuff. But also I think romance writers are a bit underestimated. A lot of people kind of don't realise just how amazing a story and how much effect they can have on somebody with the story that they tell. So as a librarian, you you always have a dream to open a bookshop, I think, and so that's always been there right at the back of my mind, but I never really thought about it being a possibility until I was looking for a career change. And about three years ago at the start of COVID, when my job started getting very, very serious, our son came out as trance and started us on a book journey of trying to find as many materials as we could to read up on it but also find lots of cool books that he could read and see himself in and read romance stories that have trans characters and have happy endings so though not happy endings in the (laughs) Schitt's Creek sense Um, (laughs) not a Schitt's Creek ending not a Schitt's Creek ending no (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, Logan, very embarrassed. <laughs> um, you know how I was talking about those lame mums before? Yeah, um, yeah so we, um, I just always, yeah, started finding all these books and had trouble finding them in, like, you couldn't just walk into every bookstore and browse the shelves and find a whole heap of these things. You could find some, but a lot of them I had to go online, had to get from overseas and things like that. And I just thought how wonderful it would be to actually be able to walk into a bookstore either as a trans or queer person or the family of a trans or queer person and actually walk in and have a whole shop dedicated to you so that you could walk in and just know that, nearly everything you look at, apart from our little hetero romance section. <laughs> the um, one little strip. The, the one yeah. little strip, yep. Um, <laughs> that you could walk in and basically all the books might be of interest. They may not be, but you don't have to ask whether the characters are queer in most of them. You will know that they definitely will be. But also to have a space where you don't have to worry about asking about if you're looking for something specific. If you are looking for books with a particular trans character or something in it, you can come and ask us and we'll have a big chat about it. You don't have to, yeah, feel worried about that. Because you're the expert. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm the expert yet. I am still very much learning. And I, ever since we opened in July, I have actually loved it because we've had a lot of customers come in and they've loved what we've had, but they've also said, oh, you might also want to look at this author or whatever. And that's led us down a path of I've discovered all these things that I thought I had already found a whole bunch but yeah there's just this whole extra bit out there and I'm loving expanding not only the shop but for me my knowledge like I've read books in the last couple of months that I probably never would have picked up before in the last three years particularly because my job's been so stressful I haven't really wanted to read a lot of new stuff that's heavy and I'm finding since opening the shop and having a bit more brain space we are actually starting to read more things that deal a little bit with like real life but also just really wonderful books and yeah I'm loving it that's so cool and I, I it's so funny that you're getting all these recommendations from queer queer people that come in and because the the most involved community is LGBTQA plus community because they're like oh, this is a thing for us exactly okay, we've also got thoughts and opinions yeah. here you go <laughs> <laughs> and as with every community, everybody's thoughts and feelings are different. So we're, we are having a lot of fun trying to make sure that everybody's needs are met. And obviously you're not going to do that 100% of the nah. time, but nah. it is, yeah, it's a lot of fun trying to not only match the perfect book to the perfect person, but we love it when we have somebody come in and they just walk in and just start giggling straight away when they see some of the stuff that we have on the shelves but also just the the shoulders drop the shoulders drop yeah you can just see them relax they look around they feel happy and we'll often get people come in and they might spend like an hour or two in the shop just talking and looking and giggling over funny things and and sitting and reading and sitting and reading yeah oh, that's yeah. so nice um so it is that's that's been one of the the best things that even though I said we're very much in the baby stage and I still feel like the baby's keeping me up at night. Um, <laughs> it is whenever you have that one person, whether it be a teenager who comes in who doesn't have a very supportive family and have said that they love coming into the shop because they can talk and meet other people and read and um, it just makes me happy inside yeah. to be able to do that. You're creating a community space. It's not just books. It's also a safe space to be and just exist and yeah. and read. 
and read. Yeah. Which is lovely. You also have, you put on lots of other events and things too, right? Yeah, we're trying to. Um, we've started off small with things like story time and we have an adult book circle that runs once a month. We've also had a teen circle that's been a bit patchy trying to get teens to come along consistently but obviously with sport and things like that it's hard but that is something we'll be focusing on more in the new year we had our first drag story time last month oh no this month it was only a couple of weeks ago for and it was christmas themed with dolly kicks and it was fabulous we had a brilliant afternoon about i think we fit about 40 people into the shop which was a miracle. Um, a Christmas miracle. <laughs> a Christmas miracle. Um, but it was so much fun. And we partnered with Queer in here, Brisbane, for that. So we're actually going to be doing that on a monthly basis now. Oh, my God. So the next one is with Chocolate Box in January, January 20. And we're really looking forward to that one. And then in February, we're doing a children's story time for Valentine's Day. But we'll also, I think, be doing an evening one for adults as well. Oh my gosh. Um, which, yeah, there'll be lots of details released about that. But the next event we've got coming up, we had last night our first gingerbread house decorating, wouldn't call it a workshop because we weren't telling people how to do it. We just <laughs> said, go for it. Here's a whole bunch of stuff. And it was, I think, a lot of learning as we went along because the walls kept falling down and stuff. But in the end, it was, yeah, lots of fun. And so we've got another <laughs> one of those next Monday night that we've got a whole bunch of people coming along too. So that should be really good. Oh, my gosh. So next Monday night will be the 18th. The 18th, yes. The 18th at 1 Dixon Street. Is that right? Yes. In Willowin. Oh, see, I've memorized the address. <laughs> I have popped in many times. <laughs> also, because like, it's on the north side of town. I live on the north side of town. I'm like, yes. This is convenient for me. It is. And I've been love I just love the space. I love all these events. I'll also remind listeners when these events are coming up in future. So yeah, stay tuned to Transmission in the future and I will let you know what shelf lovers have got going on. You're listening to Transmission on 4 Triple Z and I'm hanging out with Cass, Cat, and Logan. Woo! Cass, Cat, and Logan <laughs> from Chef Lovers. They're having a fun time uh, enjoying my radio experience on Transmission <laughs> with me. And we're talking about Chef Lovers, which is a awesome LGBTQA plus romance specializing bookstore in Woolowin, which is a really fantastic, safe, and inclusive place to pick up your your books and your literature and to be absorbed in trans and queer media um which is just like the best place ever to be <laughs> as i just look off into the distance and daydream about it <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if you're looking for something to do over christmas uh you're looking for books or things to do maybe you are looking for presents or maybe you're alone and you're looking for a book to read that will bring you comfort that's a place where you can go to purchase a book yes yeah it certainly is and not just books you can get cool earrings to wear. And pins. Well, and pins. Lots of funny pins. Queer people love pins. Sorry, I'm saying this really loud in the microphone so they know <laughs> that they have lots of badges and pins and really cool bookmarks that we are do. all queer. Yes. Um, <laughs> so. And we have a whole range at the moment by a Brisbane-based company called Greetings from Hell, specifically for Christmas. That Ooh. There's even a black one that says, I hate Christmas. If you are not a Christmas lover, I know that Christmas can be difficult for some people with the whole pressure of family time and things like that so I actually bought those with my husband in mind who isn't a big Christmas lover himself and while we all get dressed up in all of our amazing Christmas gear um, he has a black shirt with white writing that says this is my Christmas shirt so the um, (laughs) black badge with the I hate Christmas I bought with him in mind but we do have other ones too that are very much about 
loving Christmas. So Slay Queen and... Um, oh, nice, yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> a whole heap of them. Yeah, I yeah can't think a whole heap of them. Sorry, I'm trying to make it terrible Christmas pun. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You should have some mistletoe hanging somewhere. We did think about yeah, that when we were looking at the decorations the other day, but we're like, no. Nah, do we want like, people kissing in here? Probably <laughs> not. Absolutely. Yeah. But we don't want people to feel like they, they have, have to, to kiss a random stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we're having kids that, in the that, store. That may be a, a good uh, workplace health and safety thing to just live by. Careful with the mistletoe in case, you know, you have problems. Accidental kissing. (laughs) Accidental kissing. We try to avoid that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, um, yes, Christmas is a weird time. I personally have mixed feelings with Christmas because it's like... There was a there was a period of my life where I had really great Christmases, yep. and there was a period of my life where I've just like not had really great Christmases. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, every time it's Christmas, I'm like, yay, oh, yay, oh. Mm. Like I go <laughs> I go back and forth between like, oh, I really like it, oh, I really hate it, mm, I don't know how I feel about it. But I have um, a family tradition, which is the family that I have is just me and my mum, and we do well. This is the end of the year. This is a new opportunity to like reflect on the year that was yep. and look at the year to come. And uh, we do like a whole sort of gratitude jar thing, yeah. which is where we um, have a jar that we write throughout the year. We write like on a piece of paper. We'll be like, oh, today I, uh, I don't know, I got a new bike. Uh, I'm really grateful for my new bike. And you put that in the gratitude jar. And then at the end of the year, you can go through you it. You go through it and you, we all pull it out and everyone just pulls out random ones. Uh, we also used to write little secret notes to each other um, oh, that you'd read out at the Christmas lovely. table or, mm. or like, it wasn't really a table, it was just me and mum. So we're on the couch, yes. <laughs> you know, reading them to each other. Or, or we get some friends. Some friends might come over mm-hmm. and add to it and they might not be there for Christmas, but we get to read their little note. Um, so that's that's one of those little things that we do that's kind of free. You know, you can just have a bowl full of paper notes, yeah. um, which we um, like to do. Our eldest sister a couple of years ago for Christmas gifted. So we are Cass and I are sisters and we are two or four. And our eldest sister is, I once bought her a shirt that said obsessive Christmas disorder on it. So <laughs> at her house, there is Christmas toilet paper and there's Christmas tea towels and whatever. It's just awesome like everything is just Christmas and so yeah she gifted us all one of those jars but unfortunately it happened to fall at a time I can't remember if it was just before COVID or something that meant that yeah there wasn't a lot of reflecting being done this year so I don't think it worked in the way that she wanted unfortunately yeah we have we have some years where we don't we haven't done the gratitude chart either because I was overseas for a long period of time or or we were just going to be apart because I decided to do Christmas with different people or or whatever but yeah, traditions you can make up, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. can do your own thing. I mean, Christmas is made up, right? So yeah. So you just do whatever you want to do. We try to always watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Because as well as being book lovers, we're also massive movie watchers. And that links. That, there's a link there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, TV series, we tend to get a bit obsessed. So... Um, we have, we instituted many years ago Friday night movie night because we were often fighting on a Friday night as to what movie we were going to watch. So we made it okay. Each week will be somebody's choice. Oh, wow. That's clever. Yes. Yeah, nice. And it means that we all get exposed to different movies that we wouldn't normally watch. Logan hates it when it's 
his dad's turn sometimes because Tom's into long, boring space movies. So it's like in the first <laughs> also tries to yeah. avoid those. <laughs> so things like 2001 and Space Odyssey. Just calling out dad now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but it's all part of the learning journey when it comes to movies. And so in December, all movies have to be Christmas themed. Right. So we are, Logan and I are big watchers of what we call the crappy Christmas movies, which are all the Hallmark Oh my gosh, yeah, ones. there's so many. Oh, we love them. With really ridiculous names. Yeah. They're running yes. out of names, right? Oh, they just keep... <laughs> a wishful Christmas. A hopeful Christmas. A mistletoe Christmas. Yes, a... I, I missed that Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just all these different yes. names. <laughs> so Sunday afternoon was the first chance we actually had. We sat down and watched four in a row, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was... We, we love it. That's actually pretty fun. I'm into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we have ones that we have to watch every year, so like Gremlins, It's Wonderful Life. Oh, um, Gremlins. you got to watch... But you can do that yeah. any time of year. Die Hard, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Excellent. It was Logan. Do you have one that you've picked recently? Um, it's my pick this week. What? Which I, one? Probably either Home Alone or Family Stone. Ooh, yeah. Home Alone's good. Yeah. Home yeah, Alone yeah. used to be the pick every year, but we discovered, yeah. or Logan discovered, Family Stone last year and I loved it. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, thanks to Annie Cass because. Any cast like that one? I do like it. I don't know why I like it because <laughs> the cringe factor is just so strong, and I'm not really good with with those sorts of movies. But I don't know. It's got my heart. Yeah. So we've actually tried this year to replicate that in the shop um, with a section of um, I won't call them crappy Christmas books because they're not crappy, um, but <laughs> yes, lovely Christmas books that. Yeah, uh, all romance themed all around Christmas. And I think, unfortunately, most of them are over, from overseas, so it's all snowy. But we do have one from a Queensland author called Dashing All The Way that has a girl in running gear with the city in the background. I oh, just lovely. love the cover because it's actually an Australian Christmas. It's awesome. <laughs> Sweating profusely. Yeah. yeah. And also, shelf lovers have air conditioning. So if you need... We do. <laughs> so if you need a place to cool down and read a book, uh, that's the place to be. Thank you, all three of you, for coming in. Really appreciate it. You're a wonderful family business, and I'm so glad that you're in our community. And I'm really excited for, yeah, if you're listening back on the podcast, go check out. Damn it. Shelf lovers, do it. (laughs) Come and visit us. We're very nice. Come visit. They're so nice. They're so nice. (laughs) Feel so welcome. And, yeah, anyway, I've also, as a trans man, I have a mum. And my mum is also on for Triple Z, and you're here with uh, your beautiful trans son Logan. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm just gonna like pick on my mum only slightly <laughs> just for fun. My mum also is on for Triple Z. Does Mega Hers on Mondays. She's the feminist broadcasting. My mum is an absolute legend, and she's <laughs> she's done um. This is what happens at 4ZZZ. You hang around enough, and if you don't get enough warning about certain people, <clears throat> Ian Pound from Brighton the Corners, uh, he will. <laughs> He, he, he wrote my mum in to do a spot recently for Night Slug, which is a soon, which has just started. It's a uh, graveyard show from the 2 a.m. till 6 a.m. And my mum's done a little spot. So I'm going to play, play my mum's voice today, um, <laughs> doing a little spot for Night Slug. So we're going to have a listen. Hi, my name is Denise, and I'm a truckie, which means I drive a truck. And when I drive a truck, I listen to Night Slug. On 4ZZZ 102.1 FM. <laughs> Love you, Mum. Ah, uh, jeez. She's not actually a truckie, but she's got the right voice for it, right? <laughs> 
Anyway, I look forward to spending uh, Christmas with my mum and um, my uh, orphaned chosen family as well will come along. And yeah, go grab some cute romance novels from Shelf Lovers. Do it. Uh, thank you all for coming in. Thank you for having us. We love it here. <laughs> Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. Uh, my name is Ez, he, him. Transmission, all about amplifying the voices of the trans community of Mianjin and beyond. If you're tuning in, it is the last few moments of the show before we head to work as power with Bill. I can see him in there. Uh, yeah, Transmission, you know, we play only trans and queer artists on this this one hour of 4 Z. The reason we do that is because I can and because trans people deserve to be acknowledged uh, for their creative works and all things like that. A lot of people actually ask me, it's like, wow, you're doing an hour of just trans music. Is that hard? You know, do you struggle to find music? Absolutely not. I wish I had more time. There are so many artists and a lot of the music that I play is relatively new because there are always musicians out there and people who are marginalized especially have a lot to say and creative medium like music is just the best way to do it, especially if you're into the category of punk, which is, you know, DIY music, do it yourself, say what you've got to say. It's great. Really big fan of trans music and artists that express themselves through this medium. And if you yourself are a trans artist or a gender nonconforming artist or a queer artist and you would like to be played on transmission, you totally can. You can email me transmission at four triple z dot org dot au trans with a z FYI. Same for um all our stuff on our podcasts as well. We're on the Community Radio Plus app. We're also on other streaming services as well. It's a podcast version, however, which means there is no music. But you can always listen back to the full episode of Transmission every week on the 4ZZZ website, 4ZZZ.org.au. We're on demand. You can check us out from the programs page. Click Transmission. You can listen back to like five episodes. It's great. We're around. We do things. <laughs> We play trans artists. But well, I'm going to leave you on a really excellent band. Um, I'm so proud of the trans music scene of this country. Like, I didn't even really know exactly how much trans music was out there when I started Transmission. I genuinely was, like, concerned. But within about two hours of just looking, I was pleasantly surprised. There is so much out there. in, And um, if you are capable, if you're a trans artist and you're able to announce to the world who you are and your identity, you should. Because we need to be seen... And it feels so nice to be held by the warm embrace of trans media when you yourself are trans. So, yeah. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week with more stuff. Yeah. Keep smiling. And life's pretty good sometimes. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.